Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the voice of the Cape 91.3. I'm Aslam Qasim with you this afternoon. Very beautiful and splendid day indeed it is. Alhamdulillah, all praise and thanks is to Almighty Allah. First of all, our guest, and that's our program this afternoon, that's our Honorable Imam at Masjid Uthani, Mona Sabri David's with us. Uh, just before we do uh, introduce Molana, remember that SMS line. If you do have any questions for our honored guest, it's 47913. That's the SMS number. It's 47913. And uh, obviously, we've dedicated this hour usually uh, looking at marriages and looking at all those issues that sometimes we're confronted by, those challenges that we face within marriages, and all those various issues that uh, on a day to day basis that couples need to go through and negotiate those very favorable pathways to, to healthy marriages. So, 47913, that's the number. Molina, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh to the listeners. Indeed, a lovely Sunday, Molina. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I may just take this one half minute to say that our Honorable Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels will be leaving for Hajj this afternoon after Dhur. And uh, we want to wish Sheikh and all who judge well, inshallah, Allah must grant him Hajj Makbul and Hajj Mabarur. And we beseech the listeners for du'as for Sheikh and for everybody else, all the other who judge. Mm-hmm. Because indeed, Mulana, they will be representing Cape Town. So we ask Allah to accept their efforts and their sacrifices, inshallah. Amen, amen. As Mullah uh, pointed out as well, Sheikh Daud leaving, Sheikh Daud and yes. his wife as well. Yes. So uh, that includes them. They will be leaving tomorrow morning. I think very, very early tomorrow morning. So inshallah, as Mullah said, they'll accept uh, the efforts and the, um, all the manasik, all the rituals that they will be performing, inshallah. So inshallah, we have Mullah Sabri yeah. once again. I know Mullah Sabri was off for some time, uh, not too well, but alhamdulillah, he's looking well and everything is <laughs> the face is shining Allah. alhamdulillah <laughs> and i think we should give compliments to your wife probably Masha for the Allah. lovely Masha food Allah. and the, the lovely way that she's yes, taking Allah. care of you Allah. Allah. alhamdulillah <laughs> Allah accept and Allah grant all the khair inshallah Amen. Amen. Uh, yes. Mawlana, alhamdulillah before we continue further if we may bismillah rahman rahim alhamdulillah rabbil alamin wa salatu wa salam ala ashraf al-mursalin Sayyidina wa Habibina wa Shafi'ina wa Mawlana Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wa ahlul uqdatan milisani yafqahu qawli Mawlana, a lot has been happening this week, this mm-hmm. past week We've had the verdict uh, of the very famous uh, uh, court case of the Oscar Pistorius court, uh, court case That verdict was uh, handed down And inshallah sentencing will be t- uh, take place I think in October Mm-hmm. And then there's been another one or two items, you know, in the in the in the uh, news, especially on social media. Uh, before we start the program, Molana, I have been requested off air to uh, allude to s- some of the issues with regards to a certain mosque that is opening next week. I beseech listeners and I implore them. Um, I am not in a position to comment. <coughs> I'm not in a position to say anything. Um, certainly, I would not want to, uh, you know, go into that direction because this is not what our program is for. Mm-hmm. I would ask that listeners just uh, confine the questions to the, to marriage issues, inshallah. Yes, inshallah. So uh, let us just set that uh, kind of uh, background, Molana, that uh, listeners do not, please do not expect us today to address that issue because it is an issue that I don't feel I'm fit enough to address. And uh, also, uh, given the fact that uh, our mainstream ulama bodies have not issued any 
statements as yet so i don't want to go into the area that i have no uh, inside information of, or not mm. enough information of so i just uh, beseech the listeners inshallah to uh, cooperate in that regard inshallah yes, inshallah so uh, yes uh, we'll take heed of that and uh, yeah when it comes to these pieces mullah sometimes you um, you know, sometimes a person, you, people, they spread this uh, information, and sometimes, just I'm mentioning very generally, yes, not referring yes. specifically to, to this instance, yes. on a very general level, uh, so we have to be very careful in absolutely, that regard. Absolutely, Malana. Sometimes people spread things that has no foundation or basis in deen even. Hmm. Uh, in, in, in the olden days, Malana, when there weren't cell phones, we had uh, um, these uh, chain letters going around. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, one of them said that su- such and such a person in such and such a country dreamt of the Prophet sallam, and the Prophet sallam said he must write to him, mm-hmm. he must write uh, out a certain amount of copies of the same message, and then uh, you know then uh, he must send it to several people, and these people will have yeah. good luck. Now that we have cell phones, I'm trying to think whether the person had the same dream, mm-hmm. or and then in the dream the Nabi sallam says send an SMS. <laughs> You know, uh, it's just this the belachelijkheid of Send the letter, change, send the SMS. Yeah. So the belachelijkheid of you know. Mm. So that is why I, I fully agree, Molana. We need to, inshallah, be careful what we send and what we don't send, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that SMS number is four seven nine one three. I know it has not uh, commenced as yet, but uh, very shortly, inshallah, we will be taking a look at your questions as they appear. Mm-hmm. It has not appeared as yet. So four seven nine one three. I think we can allow Molana to go into some. Uh, Inshallah, yes. just into some uh, introduction, introduction program. All praises to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Lord of the universe. All praise and thanks is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of man. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what was Hakirat Liva Molana, Allah wat dan achter paya and fat Allah dari liva weg. En ik denk ook 60 jaar en 70 jaar is lang, maar dan is ons ooit weer, dan is ons in die, die kabber, whether het is Mowbray, of whether het is Constantia, of whether het is door een hoogte, of whether het is Kajalitja, die mensen willen in Kajalitja begraven nie, en hy don't know why, hulle sê, hulle kan nie klaas apparaat, ek het die Allah, maar, maar dan is, dan Munkar is standing the side, en ek hier dat side asking as Marabok, so 60 years flies by like a wink of an eye, maar Allah sê was, inshallah, Allah the one that has given us health, and after a few years, or after many years, Allah takes away that health, we can ask our, our fathers, or our grootfathers, wat nou luister naar die radio, dat hulle het nou dag nog rugby gaan speel, vir tricolors en vir stars, en vir amal die teame, en vir dag kan hulle eens loop van die jamang naar die kobeisje, dan, dan is hy moeg. Mm-hmm. And then Allah takes away that health to teach us that you haven't spent your health in me, uh, in, in, in my obedience and in my ibadah. Let me give you some sickness, maybe you'll spend some sickness in my health, in my, uh, in my uh, mouth, in my ibadah. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that gives us wealth. Sometimes the person has everything except he doesn't have Allah. And then Allah removes that her wealth in a no time at all. And then the person is down to a zero, mm. you know, flat ground. And so we ask Allah to save us, protect us and guide us, inshallah. Mm. Um, I was said, you know, I was told that we focus so much on the men. Mm. So let us focus on the women today, Molana. Mm. And in the introduction, we want to ask the ladies the question, are you doing those things which makes your husband happy? Are you doing things that makes him frown or makes him smile? Are you doing things 
that will tell him that this is really the woman that I want to die with. So you omen sa kasirat, alawal obi na tasama mak. What is it that you as a wife can do to also spur, you know, spruce up the relationship and also keep the marriage alive and do those things that makes the husband happy? And introduction, we want to say, Molana, that one of the ways in which the woman can in fact uh, spruce up the marriage is that just by giving the husband a beautiful reception when he comes home. Just by smiling with him, wherever he has been, whether he's been to work, whether he's been wherever, smile with him, have a cheerful face. There's nothing better and there's nothing more beautiful than just a beautiful, very gentle smile of a wife towards her husband. And he will next honest to see Molana. Yeah, of course he wants to see, he will also see both costs and he will also see cup of tea. But in a manner of speaking, that makes him so happy. And then beautify and perfume yourself. The old men said, you know, they made a point, Mark, I'll say, Mark, you're Andretag. No, Mark, you're Andretag for your man. Then, how do you manage to look at your own take? Some man's cake must marry menu, Malamut Hando, Alacani menu cake, Malamut eat berries. But let the man who is the menu cake berries and that they eat berries. So, so, so once he sees the menu is delicious, it looks delicious, he will want to eat the menu, you understand? And so, therefore, one of the things that our our ladies can do for their husbands is to just plainly beautify themselves. As I eat, and I come to make you more trick, more rocket, and I like it for sport and other men's eyes. But in the eyesight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when the husband smiles on the wife and the wife smiles on the husband, Allah smiles upon them. This is a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu So if she makes him smile towards her, Allah will, make, Allah will smile towards her as well. And so therefore, this is one of the encouragements that we want to give. Mullah, now what does the SMS line look like? Mm-hmm. Um, not as yet. I don't see anything as at this time. Yes. Oh, um, my phone, I forgot my phone at home as well. So sometimes people do send through to WhatsApp or the other message or a uh, question for us. But uh, at this time, um, just to remind those who perhaps wanted to send me a message, I I forgot my phone at home, so sorry about that. But remember the SMS line here at the Voice of the Cape. It's 47913. Today we have our respected guest. That's Mona Sabri Davids with us. And uh, inshallah, <laughs> if all goes well, and if Molana is available as well, Molana will be with us uh, next week as well, inshallah. inshallah. So then what we can do, if there are a backlog of some of those SMSs, then we can utilize it and Molana can answer it for the forthcoming week um, when we when Molana join us once inshallah. again, inshallah ta'ala. Molana, if I just may, I, I received a question. Um, the question goes as follows. Assalamu alaikum. Molana, I recently heard on the radio that a man can marry two sisters. I was too late to hear the answer. Please elaborate because I was a bit confused. I always believed it can only happen once this uh, once one sister dies. Okay, the question is that first of all we want to say that uh, um, sometimes we miss something and we miss the full explanation. Mm-hmm. And so I want to uh, you know praise the listener for for rather asking. Mm-hmm. Um, First of all, a person may marry two sisters, but not at the same time. Quran, clear-cut, in no uncertain terms, prohibits the marrying of two sisters at the same time. And so therefore we want to say that, number one, it cannot happen whilst, uh, if, I'm, if I'm married to the one sister, I cannot marry the other sister at the same time. Unless, number one, I talak the one sister, or the, that sister that I'm married to passes on. Mm-hmm. And then I am able to and uh, uh, marry the other sister. So we just need to make that absolutely clear that two sisters, uh, uh, we cannot make what we call jam bainal uhtain between two yeah. sisters. And this comes clear cut in Quran. So that that is to answer that listener. Mm-hmm. Another question I received, Molana, uh, or rather situation, and this is very very important, Molana, that we should not play with talaq. Mm-hmm. Allah gives the man three bullets to fire. 
And uh, once he has fired those three bullets, it's over. And then he has to go the procedure. During in the week, I received the call, and this person said they need to make an appointment because they need to remarry or marry again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never, never respond, you know, in, in say, okay, comma, that I feel a vietrone. I have to ask why. And then the person said that, well, in my idda, my husband slept with me. Uh, now, in the first idda and the second idda, this is permissible. This is regarded as ruju, as a reconciliation, mm. without having to marry again. But it so happened, and we need to educate the communities, and that is why it is essential, Molana, that uh, our communities find themselves a way to go to a, some marriage class of some sort. Mm. This lady, unfortunately, the husband issued the third talaq, and they were under the impression that they can just get married again. Mm. Now we know after the third talaq, Molana, that uh, the lady has to remarry someone else, mm. and then that person has to consummate the marriage first, and then he has to talaq. But it also can't be an arranged thing, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't work like that. This is called the muhallil and the muhallal lahu, both are doing haram. The one that is doing it, the differenti, and the muhallal lahu, the one for whom it is done, both of them are in fact committing a major sin. So we just need to also educate the community in that regard, that after the husband has issued the third talaq, the wife and the husband cannot get to, uh, together even through marriage. She first has to, uh, you know, she first has to marry someone else. But important also, Molana, there's no blanket thing here. What we need to understand, I had a similar matter many years ago, or few years ago rather, and I referred the matter because I felt, you know, that, 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 uh, this couple, I was counseling them, and I felt that we can still try, see what we can do. And then I referred the matter, the matter to the fatwa department of the MJC, and uh, in, in conjunction with the many ulama and specifically Molana Karan, a decree was ordered, you know, differently after the situation was studied, mm-hmm. after the, the, the actual situation was studied, and it, it was found that the talaq was not issued correctly and all these things, so the talaq was not valid. Mm-hmm. So fortunately for that couple, they could be, and the talaq was not valid after we've investigated. But mm-hmm. that is not the case in every, uh, what everyone wants. The third bullet has been fired out of that gun. That's mm-hmm. the point of no return, Molana. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's also very that, that we emphasize once again, as Molana said, it was for that situation. Only. Okay? So yes. It was only for that situation. Yes, absolutely. Mulana, there's, uh, there's some questions. Can we go through them? Yes, most certainly. Please do, Mulana. Okay, here we go. So, the first question that we uh, see on our screen now, it says, Salam, my husband is having a fear. He made woman pregnant. Now, she wants to be with him. Problem is, she is a tuk addict and live on street. She even give my husband tuk. I'm left in middle with two kids. What to do? I'm a woman of deen, make salah. Do I throw him out and feed him to this woman on the street with tuk? Uh, it, con- it continues. Um, okay, no, it's uh, it's just been repeated again. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim Our first dua is Mulana that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala must save that lady and the husband from this evil of drugs. May Allah save them and may Allah ta- remove that from them. I mean, the fact that the lady says that uh, it is established that uh, she he had impregnated this this other lady. We need to just back step a little bit, Mulana, and say that that had perhaps had we in our minds and i'm not referring to this particular sender i'm referring you know generally perhaps sometimes we we make things haram that are halal so sometimes the husband is too scared to to speak to the wife about a second wife so he goes out and he commits haram with someone whom he desires but be that as it may, that is now all water under the bridge for now for the sake of discussion. I would suggest, number one, that the lady has a direct confrontation to the husband and tells him that, listen, you are not setting an example for me. 
number one, and my children. I would also suggest that the lady insists on going for, uh, that he goes for 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 drug counselling mm-hmm. and drug rehabilitation. Although that is a discussion on its own, Molina, but yes, indeed, there must be some effort on his part to go for rehabilitation. <coughs> as far as the lady is concerned, I would I would even suggest yes, it is a drug addict. Um, 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 according to the report that the lady says, it is a drug addict and the husband is also now being affected. But despite that, can we not then look at trying to not kick a person that is on his knees further down? Can we then rather try to help him up? Mm-hmm. And one of the ways I would suggest is that there is no way, or seemingly there is no way that that man is going to refrain from this lady. She's pregnant of him. They are druggies together. Why don't we look at making halal what is haram? Mm-hmm. So I would suggest that why don't you think along the lines of getting her married to him and giving her some form of stability, and perhaps that might assist in, in rehabilitating the both of them, as opposed to ending a, a, a marriage that could have worked, um, despite having, you know, a second wife, that doesn't mean the first marriage has to be on the rocks. So I would suggest the one, one uh, that the sister looks into that uh, direction as well. But most certainly, I think this this is definitely a need for intervention, and I therefore, uh, you, know, uh, you know, urge that she gets in the imam to speak to this man and uh, insist that he changes his ways. Otherwise, you understand that she has to uh, go for 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 further. Uh, steps one wouldn't want to advise further steps straight mm-hmm. away, but if that is the kind of life that he's now taking a bad turn, then then he's, she's got no obligation really to to continue in this way, and and, and it's a form of abuse because he cannot give her a lead as far as Dean is concerned. Thank mm-hmm. very much, Mona, for that uh, answer. We're going to go for our ads right now. Remember the SMS number it's four seven nine one three. If we do not reach or get you SMS this week, uh, inshallah, we try to go through as many as possible. But uh, for the following week in shower uh, we will be looking at those other ones as well my radio station your radio station our radio station 91.3 fm and 95.8 fm stereo Welcome back once again to our program on the voice of the Cape. I must have and with me, our honored and respected guest, Mona Sabri Davidson, taking your questions. And uh, we're looking at marriages and uh, sometimes we look at uh, touch on family issues as well. The following question it says, Molina, explain the family lineage of uh, an illegitimate child. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim That question has come up several times before And we just want to make it absolutely clear That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, Has removed the, the lineage of the, of the father of the child That father will remain the father But uh, the lineage goes to the mother So that child will, day of Qiyamah for the sake of discussion Will be called by his mother's name uh, Instead of being Ibnu uh, Ibn Ibrahim, for example, Ibn Sabri or Ibn Aslam, uh, the child will be called Ibn Fatima or Ibn Zainab. Mm-hmm. He will be called by his mother. The lineage also goes to the mother. And in the case of Wikala, and then the, that, that child has the, uh, so to speak, the, the freedom to appoint someone of her choice, if it is a female. And of course, uh, well, we, that is a whole discussion on its own, the, the discussion around Wakil's cups or so. Mm. But yes, indeed, the lineage of the mother is comes and the lineage of the father, unfortunately, uh, the child does not enjoy the lineage uh, of the father in terms of the name and so forth. Mm-hmm. Okay, Molana, the next question. It says, my husband married another woman, making her a second wife. I do not want to be with him any longer because he has a history of having affairs behind my back. Please give me advice as to how to deal with him because I don't want to be with him. 
Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, respected sister in Islam, if the husband has an, uh, a, a, a history, Molana, if the husband has a history and the history was having affairs, the history was not marrying, so now that he did the halal thing, should we not assist him in that? Uh, that's the first aspect. The second aspect is that uh, he has married now, and a second marriage is not a, a, a justifiable reason to end a first marriage or any other marriage. In other words, just by virtue of the husband being uh, or having married another wife, we cannot, should not, must not uh, declare the first marriage null and void. Nor can the lady feel that I don't want to be in such a marriage, in a polygamous marriage. It is permissible for him to do that, and it is not a reason or an excuse to end the marriage. If having the affairs previously, uh, prior to having married, then why didn't the lady rather do something at that time and go forward at that time? Now that he's married, uh, the lady feels he doesn't want to you know, have him around anymore. At least, alhamdulillah, he has seen, and we're not talking in his favor, we must understand this, but he has seen the good sense in marrying as opposed to having an affair. I would suggest that the lady also seek some counseling and, and, and some in, uh, intervention from people like the MJC and uh, her local imam as well. Mm-hmm. Our next question, it uh, says, Salam Sheikh, I'm married for 46 years. My husband, wait, my husband won't make salah. My children is doing it on time. If he did not do it as a child, he could at least do it when he is married. I always talk to him about our Creator. This is too long to explain in the SMS. What can I do? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, the only advice and the best advice I want to give that sister is to continue giving da'wah. To continue reminding that husband and to continue talking about Allah and Allah's Rasul. But I think go one step further, gather the children together and tell this man that for 46 years I've been by your side. Uh, and I can imagine, Molana, if they are married for 46 years, I say, mm. gather the children, but even gather the grandchildren also. And this might sound a bit, you know, not very wise or harsh even, but gather the children and the grandchildren and tell him that the Fool, you don't scam towards your kindness and your clinkiness that Allah makes salah and they make salah. You're an old man. I can imagine a marriage of 46. The man is probably over 60 already, mm-hmm. if not closer to 70. So I can imagine as he open his salah, make what sort of fool will study open. So number one, continue with the da'wah, continue with the reminder, and number two, gather the family together and let the family also tell him, the children also tell him, my bia of daddy of abi of whatever papa, papa as much as so until papa mudaram no bichi salah mak because papa is my clan. So I think, but do not give up the marriage for that re- reason. You know, just just continue to give da'wah, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Um, now the next one it says, Salam, I used to dress up when my husband come home, but he accused me of having an affair. Now I don't do it anymore. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, this is what we need to tell the husbands and the wives for that matter. Why do we always suspect why do we always suspect when our partners do something? As your husband to love you, Davi is then say refro, Davi Davi. Why can't we believe in the sincerity of our partners? And so similarly, why can't the husband believe in the sincerity? I would have also I would advise the lady continue to do that because this is the advice of Dean, you understand? And let him say what they will in the other on the other hand, an accusation of an affair, Molana you can't accuse someone, you accuse you of an affair and pra Accusing someone of having an affair is in fact accusing someone of zina. Mm. 
And this is li'an and this is very serious as your honorable self knows Maulana in, uh, in Surah Nur that the whole chapter of, of li'an comes there and, and, and what the whole procedure. In the reality that, that accusation is, uh, carries major, major weight in Islam and uh, quite, quite, quite easily it could in fact go over that the, he believes this and he, and, and, and he declares this and the moment he's going to make that declaration he has to invoke the wrath of Allah upon himself if he declares that his wife is committing zina. So it's a serious accusation. As a matter of fact, I would deem that accusation necessary to actually call in an imam and, and, and look at the nature of that accusation because it is a very serious accusation in Islam. But continue to dress up, maak vir jy mooi, maak vir jy aandrechtig, sit een mooi doekie op, sit een mooi rokkie aan, you know, en so aan, sit die mooi smile op jy gasig, en inshallah staan by die deem met die kopie thee en sê vir my, nou jou mond dring nie die kopie thee, en moet jy nou vir my denk jy, ek is lief vir jou, daar is ook om ek het doen. But we've got no right, we've got no right to suspect our, our spouses of anything if we don't have any evidence and proof whatsoever. Mm. Now, the follow-up says, uh, Salam, what if the husband never give you money uh, or, or to buy you clothes? He just buy for himself. How can I beautify myself? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim My dear sister, Loschok for beautify af in die inkante. If that husband never buys clothing, he is defaulting on a very basic principle of marriage, and that is the principle of nafaka. Nafaka works in three major ways. There are other pra- uh, secondary ways, but three major ways of nafaka. Number one, he has to see to a clothing. Number two, he has to see to a nutritional needs uh, and a food. And number three, uh, number three, he has to see to her accommodation needs. If the husband does not give the wife money for clothing, or he does not buy a suitable decent clothing, then he is in fact defaulting in, in one of the principles, primary principles of nafaka, and hence that lady has a right to fasakh number one. Number two, if she has accepted it from day one, I would say, why did you accept it in the first place? Um, it doesn't have to be the best clothes, it doesn't have to be the latest clothes, it doesn't have to be fashion clothes, it can be old rock with a trampoline, a crampoline rock from 1963, but as you say, rock moist, and you know, you know, but he's not going to look at the dress he's going to look at the beauty that comes from the heart inshallah yeah. uh, so another message and uh, still on the point of uh, beautifying it says I have given up making myself pretty uh, my husband always asks where am I getting pretty for always argument yeah that's where it ends Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Such a husband, my dear listeners, is a foolish person. If the lady beautifies herself for him, you should say, Alhamdulillah, look at my beautiful wife. I'm sure that if the colleague at work looks nice, he will tell him, I'm smart for that. He will even flirt with her with all due respect. Or if the neighbors look smart, he will say, hey, Why can't I give this compliment to my wife and tell you, And make the wife feel that she is appreciated and noticed. And this is problem, Molana, in many, many instances uh, we know that we deal with. The wife doesn't feel appreciated and she doesn't feel recognized in the home. Mm-hmm. So that is a point where she says, yeah, I am. I'm submitting and giving myself over to you in all my beauty, in all my, in all my glory. I'm giving myself over to you. Take me as I am and, 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 and look at the husband instead turns out to be so foolish. Mm. As a stupid man, Molana, with Allah respect. So I would continue, and, and then the lady should directly also tell the man, what is it that makes you think that I will dishonor myself? Dear Mosa Molana, this is in fact disgusting that the husband will think, and I had plat prat, Molana, that mm. vrou gaat a bine open maak vir ina ge ina. Mm. What gives him that right? Wie is hy om die te suspect van sy vrou? 
Mm-hmm. Um, the next one says My husband seemed to not want to talk And have conversation And ask me to shut up As he wants to watch TV I dress up and make up for him uh, Just don't work I suppose it's, it should be He just don't work But I must pay the bills Yeah Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim If she must pay the bills, Molana, then she's fulfilling his duty. It's the husband's duty to pay the bills. Of course, if the bills are wasteful bills, for example, as he forgot to buy jewelry, then he doesn't have to pay that bill. As he forgot to buy clearly, he doesn't have to pay that bill. But if she has to pay the bills, he looks the water, the phone, the cost bills, all the clear bills, then don't say must say weak. And then I thought he must pay for all So what I would suggest she does is number one. She needs to be noticed in that marriage. Clearly, she's not noticed in a physical kind of way where he doesn't even look at her. He's more interested in TV. And TV is playing. So why doesn't she then put her foot down and say, "This is it, man. Never done. To do to any fair any. As any had not fought for men for me, treat me with respect and ear and dignity and honor. Then patal zima zima yo ayer balsuk. Then yap ikuki mi fe ni because ik min naksi ni marriage ik minet a paranta as ik as ik kan patal as ik goed. As ik kan patal as ik goed die so vermiste. This is it. Because it's a two-way street, Molana, it's a two-way road. We need to understand that the wife, she, if she pays anything, if she buys anything, it's out of the goodness of her heart. It is not out of obligation. She's got no obligation whatsoever. And I would suggest to the lady, use this as your bargaining tool in your marriage. I got for you help. I was prepared for you to help and to assist. But then you have to meet me emotionally and for me to feel that I was a deal of the marriage. Carrying on with our following questions, uh, remember the SMS number is 47913. Our honorable guest is uh, Mona Sabri Devats with us today. And inshallah, if we do not get to all those SMS, SMSs, remember that we will, in our follow-up program next week and Sunday, we'll continue inshallah. with those inshallah. Now, the next question, it says, why is it that a man can talak his wife after she finds out of a fear? Uh, with her sister? Um, it's not too clear, though, this morning. It's uh, written... Let me try to decipher it. Why is it that a man can talak his wife after she finds out of a fear with her sister uh, to marry to her sister? I, okay. I just uh, to turn the screen there. It's M-A-R-T-R-T-U. Why? Um, M-A-R-T-R... Martyr, I can't make it out. <laughs> Maybe we can just request that the listener resends the SMS yes, so that because our, we cannot answer if we cannot. Uh, we won't be well now. We're able to do justice to the yes, absolutely, if absolutely. If so we request that listener to resend the question. Yes, so uh, it ends in uh, seven eight six. If you know why is it that a man can't talk his wife? Please resend that uh, message. It's not too clear at the end of the, the last few words. Carrying on with our next question. It says, Assalamu alaikum. My siblings always reject when I want to give them sadaqah, even if I send airtime. The money is halal because I bake and sell. Um, because I bake and sell this. That's where the message ends, 658. Um, I'm just trying to get to the rest of that one. Um, no, I don't see it. 685, if uh, Faldi can find that one there for us. 
I think it's six. It ends in six five eight Faldi. So if you can scroll down, I think right to the bottom, six eight five. No, it's not the. It's not the right one. So it's only that's the part of the question that only came through. It says Assalamu alaikum. My siblings always reject when I want to give them sadaqa, even if I send eight times. So that's. And the, the, the second sentence is, the money is halal because I bake and sell. Okay. Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim May Allah reward you for your, for your, for your, uh, you know, for your sadaqah that you have given. If anyone rejects the sadaqah, fabiha wa ni'mat. Why they reject, we cannot answer that. Um, I personally also mentioned this, that sadaqah can even be given to a rich person. But if indeed they reject the airtime, uh, Molana, maybe uh, the lady can send it to me and your phones. Maybe ah, we can do with the airtime. You always need to make calls. Absolutely, Molana. So, as a little lady, it is still my voice, inshallah. Yes, inshallah. Let's continue. This one says, Salam, how important is proof of a marriage certificate? Shukran. Okay, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. We of course know that uh, in olden days, in the time of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and all the Aima also and the Sahaba, there was no such thing as a marriage certificate. But in the society that we live today, Molana, um, due to the many, many um, you know deceptions that go around, it has become absolutely necessary that we have some form of proof other than just a word of mouth. Um, the same applies for talaq papers for that matter Because I was in fact faced with the same question Or a similar question but for talaq mm. In our day and age Molana it is essential That we have some form of proof Especially when we want to move on in our lives And so uh, whilst it is not essential To have a certificate But even if you go to, 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 to For example for this RDP housing mm. They require a, a marriage yeah. certificate So, so uh, the certificate is uh, Although it is just a piece of paper But it is some form of proof That indeed what I am telling Here's the proof yeah. In this day and age It is necessary um, I would say that It is more preferable That we have it Than not to have it mm. um, Of course That is why Islam Has the, the witnesses And everybody That attends the nikah These are all witnesses To the, the, the nikah Has in fact taken place But now If you go for example To the bank And you want to apply For a house are we going to now get all those guests and say, Kiki, diversity means what by It's very impractical also. Mm-hmm. And then in older marriages, some of the uh, witnesses might have passed on. You know, some yes. of the two appointed witnesses might have passed on. The imam might have passed on. So it is essential that we some uh, get some form of proof because it is it makes life easier, really, uh, mm-hmm. in our context. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, moving on with our next questions. What do you do when in Idda, your ex does not nafaka you but has money to go gambling? And one talaq with no grounds. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, that talaq with, uh, with no grounds, the person will be answerable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for having issued that talaq with no grounds. Right? Uh, I cannot begin to delve into it, Molana, because I did not handle the matter. Um, suffice to say that uh, the person, the alim that uh, might have handled the matter, uh, uh, maybe the onus is on that person to just uh, you know, do proper investigation. So I'm not going to focus on that. The, uh, the, the nafaka during the Idda period, some ulama say it is, it, 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 it is, it is um, limited to sukna, which is the accommodation, mm-hmm. and to food only. Uh, Imam Shafi rahimahullah is of the opinion that it is a full spectrum until the end of the idda. Either way, whether uh, what what can she do in this in this in this country, especially in, in terms of our country, there's nothing we can do except make dua that the person comes to his senses. Mm-hmm. But uh, she can she is the victim, in, but but but. By the law, if there's no such thing as as as, as idda in South African law, mm. there's no such thing as uh, that period, uh, you know, idda period. So they will not recognize the right that she has to 
to to to to nafaka. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the idea is there. The the talak has taken place. Um, I can just imagine if he doesn't if he doesn't nafaka now, he probably didn't nafaka properly in the marriage as well. Except to say, my dear sister, make sabr. Sometimes we lose something, and Allah will replace us with better. Mm-hmm. And, and we must always ask uh, during such uh, musibat, any trial and tribulation, Allahumma, Allahumma khulufni. Allahumma, um, how's it to Amolana? I forgot. Wahlufni khairu minha. Oh, Allah assist me during in my musibah, fi musibati. Wahlufni khairu minha. And oh, Allah replace for me better than what I've had, replace me better. Inshallah, let the sister make sabr. Hopefully, Allah will replace you with better, inshallah. Inshallah ta'ala. Moving on, um, the following, my husband, um, my husband's kid wanted to come for a weekend. And so I refused. I'm his second wife. Why I refuse is because of major conflict and rudeness from his ex-wife. Um, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. So his wife was rude and there was conflict for, from the ex-wife. So nobody can suffer. Hmm. My dear sister, you are not within your right. Um, number one, that is the child's father. The child has nothing to do with the conflict between first wife and second wife or ex-wife and current wife. The child is the victim in, in many ways. The child is the victim. Why do we want to now uh, take the, that right away that the child has to see his father because of conflict? So it's a matter of using children as pawns. This is not your child. It is his child. This child was in, your, in his life before you were in his life. This child has his blood running in his veins. This child will inherit from him more than what you will inherit when he, when he passes on. This child will put him, will bury him one day, which you cannot do. So therefore, you will not within your right, number one. Number two, whatever beef you have with the ex-wife, sort it out with her. Do not let the child be the sufferer of it. Do not let the child be the victim. And then also, who gives us the right to play God in terms of prohibiting the husband from seeing his child? Who gives us that right? So, my dear sister, you are not within your right, and I therefore uh, beckon that you remedy the situation by allowing the child to come. And then also, of course, we must remember, I don't know whose house it is. Probably if it is her house, probably she may have that kind of uh, authority. But ultimately, the husband is a sultan. So how can she deny the sultan his right to see his own flesh and blood? Mm-hmm. So that was not a correct uh, action that she uh, that she implemented there. Okay, we're going to go for an ad break. When we come back, we'll take more of your questions. You listen to the stem from the car on 91.3 and 95.8 FM stereo. Welcome back uh, to our program. Not much time left. I think it's about 13 minutes till the Wakt of Dhur, uh, till the Adhan goes out for Dhur, that is. Um, so in the meanwhile, we take as much questions as we possibly can. And uh, that's our honored and respected guest, Allah Sabri Davids. The following question, uh, it says, Salam Imam, I'm divorced almost five years. I met a man. He's married. His wife gave him permission to marry me, but we never got married. It's been three years. I've told him to... And that's where the SMS ends very abruptly. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, we must cut. We must cut out of our thinking the idea that the first wife gave permission. This does simply not exist. Um, we've explained this several times, and we need to educate our community. I do not need the permission of my first wife to get married again. That is, uh, we need to get that out of the way. Second of all, if it takes him three years to just conclude the whole. Marriage 
Does he really want you, my sister? Does he really see himself fit as being able to take care of a second wife or be able to, to look after a second wife? Is he really into a second wife? Perhaps he has second thoughts and that second, and maybe doesn't want a second wife, it's second thoughts. Mm. My dear sister, move on with your life. Tell him in so many words, this is it. I need to move on with my life and I need absolute clarity from you here and now. You've had three years to think about it. You've had, and I'm not going to give you another three years because my leave is done still. She's proposed, but she's had another three years to throw. So, sister, my dear sister, how serious is this man? I think you can ask him that and I think you perhaps also can decide for yourself how serious is he really with you. And perhaps, given the fact that you're going to be a second wife, perhaps the man is financially unable uh, and even emotionally unable to, 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 to have that kind of situation uh, in his lap where he has a second wife and take care of a second wife, perhaps probably with children as well. So therefore, uh, give it another thought before you stick yourself to this man. Um, and perhaps there are many other fish, uh, you know, in the sea. Just watch out for the sharks. Mm. And watch it for the krivo. Moet jy shark vat maar moet ook jy kriv vat jy. Vat maar snook of a Let's go to our following question as well. It says, um, I asked my husband to go for counseling. He refused. I remind him to make salah to keep him on straight path. He refused. How can he make this other woman his second wife if he don't even nafaka me? I asked him to stay away from her, but he goes back for sex all the time. I want to apply for Fasakh as he just used me financially. Yes, my dear sister, I do, I do realize the dilemma that you are in. Um, I also want to say that uh, the, 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 lady, the lady mentions that how can he marry again well, that is a question that obviously uh, one has to look at, but it's not for me. For, I can only say for me, but I can say for only Molana. How can the wife, um, if she cannot use that to bring him to his senses, he needs to use. He needs to bring himself to his senses in that way that he cannot. Nafaka both. It's because if he's unable to nafaka number one, how is he going to nafaka? It makes perfect sense. Mm. But I'm going to just platly and frankly and very, you know, say that that's your problem. Who do you have for the other fellow? A say problem. But the moment, and this is very essential, the moment the first wife has a drop in standard, um, and now we need to understand, Molana, that if he takes a second wife and he is the first wife, he goes to the beauty parlor, my hair and hands to do it. Now he says, I can't do that for you. That is not what he's going to do. As he says, he's going to buy jewelry by Stearns and by, by American Swiss, and he says, I can't buy jewelry anymore, that is not what he's going But if she sees a story, for me, he's going to buy for example, he's going to buy a house, he's going to buy a house, or his standard is going to drop as far as basic necessities and nafaka is concerned, then yes, she has a case. She has a case on that <coughs> basis, uh, in my opinion, and again I want to say this is my opinion, she should go forward and apply for a fasakh on base, based on the fact that nafaka has diminished and decreased. Mm. Um, and obviously it is willful because he now knows he's in a situation where he cannot uh, fend for both. If the situation continues, I can understand the dilemma, and I would suggest that my sister looks at uh, asking for a fasakh, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Carrying on with our questions, uh, it says, Salah, my sister's husband turned to Christian again after a few years of marriage. She don't want to leave him. She reckons he's a good provider. Can she be married? Um, yeah, that's where it ends. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. By virtue of irtidad, Molana, 
Mm. Um, by virtue of the husband becoming a non-Muslim, the marriage has ended automatically. So she's living in haram with that person. She should sever ties with him. We should all sever ties with him. After we've spoken to him, at least, according to Imam Shafi, rahimahullah, at least three times we should have approached him and confronted him to come back and to make tawbah. And if that doesn't happen, then uh, yes, uh, she uh, is living in haram and she needs to actually uh, end that uh, relationship immediately because by virtue of his irtidad, yani his uh, apostasy, apostasy. Mm-hmm. by virtue of his apostasy, uh, the marriage was ended automatically. Mm-hmm. The following one says, uh, Salam Imam, my brother-in-law got married to this girl. He embraced Islam the day before they got married. He told his mom he don't want to marry her, but the marriage took place. The very next day, he told his mom he's Christian again and drinks wine like a fish, but her family forced him into this marriage. Is this marriage valid? Because he told his mother he's Christian again. His in-laws have this hold unto him that he don't know which way to go. He's caught in their webs. Is this marriage valid? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Mulana, from clear, uh, uh, purely from what the SMS says, that uh, by virtue of, 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 of him having married when he was a Baji, was a Muslim, the nikah is valid. All right, very important. Whether he has openly, whether he has said it to please his family, that because Muslim, the drinking is sinful, that, that we don't have to, uh, you know, deal with so directly. But if he means, if he says it in front, in public, and perhaps in front of two Muslim witnesses, and if he means it that I, because he Muslim, then by virtue of that, he has rejected Islam and has returned to his religion, and therefore the marriage again has ended uh, automatically. Mm-hmm. But if he just says it perhaps to just please his mother, just to keep favor with his mother, then we need to look at that. So I would suggest that the lady, she could contact me at Rockland's Masjid, inshallah, mm-hmm. if she's from the Mitchell area, or go to the local imam in her area and, and, and lay this matter in front of him so that the imam can investigate and approach the brother with witnesses that listen brother are you still Muslim or are you not Muslim and this has to be done on, on several occasions so that there can be absolute certainty that he's not Muslim after that was established then we can look whether the marriage is still valid or not valid but also I want to say that it does seem that this hearsay that iman had said for Muslimi. so we need absolute fact and we need witnesses and only then we can establish whether the nikah is still valid or not. So I would suggest that she gets to the imam, ASAP, Khatsuma van Naan of Mora, and contact the imam, and say that the imam, this is urgent, and that the imam needs to investigate uh, into that matter. Mm-hmm. Our following question says, Salam, uh, some people are under the impression that when they get married, already being pregnant, so the old man throw in my halal, what haram is, that the child born can carry the husband's lineage. They need to understand the child was conceived out of halal wedlock. Yes, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Mulana, that is unfortunately a myth that is going around. But it is also a scholarly discussion that, uh, you know, based on a hadith, uh, after 120 days, the the ruh comes into the body only and, 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 and all these things. Look, uh, Mulana, I don't think I would want to delve into that. Suffice to say that the child that was, that was um, so to speak, anhamak, in haram is haram. The child is illegitimate, whether we want to accept that or not. That's number one. Number two, that if we're going to now promote this idea that it's all right, trauma, hamil, asal, altit halal. Molana, in the end, we're going to have a com- community of illegitimate children, and we're going to have a community that's going to commit zina. I can't altit trauma you as a clerk. So, I can zina for years, maybe in what's in the family, and one day or one day, to watch a hamil, and then can la zina for two or three years, zina la, but she will take pregnancy, and to as she pregnant, then I'll get trauma you. And then we might have a community. Yes. 
full of people with that and imagine where we we're heading to we're heading for disaster mm-hmm. so yes indeed shukran to the listener for that beautiful input there that uh, a child that is being uh, conceived in haram the child is a haram is illegitimate mm-hmm. um carrying on to our next one we have about four minutes to go before uh, we break for the work of uh, this question says my husband wants to take a second wife but he struggles to provide financial support and spiritual guidance to me and our children under sharia uh, is such a man allowed to take more wives when he's clearly unable to fulfill his duties to me and my children? Also, what are the limits on polygamy, especially if you know your husband is not a just man? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, there's no limitations on as far as, uh, or rather, no, uh, what can we call this, Malana? If a person is not a spiritual um, person, if a mm. person is not, you know, uh, uh, practicing his deen, that does not mean that his right to take another wife is taken away. I can't knock a fruit, but I see what fruit knock a fruit. Was can he from here because he's alani? You know, that right still remains intact. So therefore, we need to get that out of the way. That just because he doesn't make salah and he's not spiritually uh, inclined towards the deen, then we we cannot take the right away. He still has the right to take another wife. The limit of polygamy is four wives. That is the limit of polygamy. More than four wives you can't take. Because Quran says, uh, take one wife, two, three, or four. And it ends at four. We can't take eleven because we're not all, you know, our culture and our, our deen doesn't allow it. Like the cultures of many other people in, in, in our very country. So uh, just because a person is not spiritual doesn't mean he cannot take another wife. Um, unfortunately, one cannot judge spirituality, Molana. So therefore, Quran and deen does not judge that if a person is spiritually unable to guide the first one, then you shouldn't take a second one. The guidance there and the best judgment criteria that is used is the ability to to nafaka and, and sustain the wife and the family or not. If it's unable to, then clearly there's grounds for fasakh or talaq. If it's able to, alhamdulillah, maybe should we should actually, because Oswali already has a resume of not being spiritually uplifted. No adults, maybe no zina, that's a resume. And then the band still zinas also. Mm-hmm. So rather, let's save that also. Let it throw. As a referral fat. If it's able to look after them all, alhamdulillah, and continue, continue, making the sabr and continue giving him da'wah and reminders of Allah and Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Malana, I notice sadly our time mm. is, has ended yes Malana, uh, we want to tell the listeners inshallah that uh, may Allah grant him khair and nur inshallah and uh, we want to also remind listeners that inshallah with the qudrat of Allah if, if, if Allah allows us and if our circumstances allow us we hope to be back next week inshallah mm-hmm. and then we can continue with this beautiful program I also want to say Malana, before we part that I do not profess or proclaim in any way whatsoever to be a specialist or to be the best there is I do not do this in any way whatsoever if I've made a mistake Malana, yes I'm only human my my knowledge is also very limited and like Imam Shafi Rahimahullah uh, said that yes indeed to say that I don't know is also part of knowledge I then uh, but the listeners and everybody else wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh yes, shukran very much Sabri for providing this insight and uh, guidance for our community alhamdulillah and just uh, this program how did it come about when I was giving uh, general nasiha one question po- up on the on our SMS line, we pose the question. More questions appear, more and more each time, and it turned into a Q and A at the end of the day. Yes, Molana, I did uh, quite interestingly. So, but maybe one week we are going to request that we perhaps just share some thoughts and, and, yeah. and, and answer no questions. But uh, listeners are enjoying this, Molana. Yes, and perhaps inshallah we we, we will take note of the enjoyment that listeners find in the program. Yes, inshallah. a great need for it. Uh, yes, absolutely, inshallah. So, shukran very much for myself, Asam Kasim, as well as Faldi Fandelili on that side. Shukran very much for joining us. My lovely, beautiful wife, love you very, very much, and see you soon, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.